Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and today we're joined by the wonderful Mia McKenna-Bruce to talk all about her movie, Persuasion. And I, the first thing I wanted to ask you about a little bit was, was some of the initial audition process, because you you did a self-tape for the role to start off with, um, but then very early on had a Zoom with the director, Kerry Cracknell, um, in which it sounds like you actually had the opportunity to also talk about the character quite a lot during that that time. Um, and so I was so interested in what were some of the most important facets that you really saw being important to your performance that you were discussing with Kerry during that early conversation? Yeah, I think um, one of the big things that we spoke about was kind of the dynamic of being one of three sisters, which I am in real life as well. I'm the oldest, not the youngest. But that was kind of the first thing that came up and was like um, really kind of, it, it was kind of like it started there with this relationship between the three sisters. Obviously it's like this extreme relationship, but I was straight away like, I've got a younger sister that is very overdramatic. So I can totally relate to this straight away. <laughs> and then we kind of went into, um, I when I first read Mary, I am a huge Schitt's Creek fan. And I was like, this is like Moira Rhodes if she was in a Jane Austen's novel. And, and then Carrie was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so it kind of just went from there. And then, yeah, it was just kind of unpacking the fact that even though Mary is super like extreme, she believes what she's saying. She's still a real character in that world. So it was kind of also understanding that, you know, she was a real human being in that in that world she did she she does exist <laughs> right I, I love that description that like everything she's saying she fully believes and for you did that transcend because one of the things is her constantly coming up with ailments that clearly aren't real but for you did you think that every single time there's an ailment for her that she fully believes that that's actually true yeah and we definitely spoke about that as well um like is she especially I think in the where she's first introduced in that first scene she's like I'm on the verge of death and there was quite a lot of conversation about does she genuinely feel like she's gonna die or is it like I'm on the verge of death and I want you to do something like is she doing it for other people and we got to the conclusion that you know she has she is quite self-aware she does know that she's dramatic and there is a line in it that that I think Dakota does say where she says oh shockingly self-aware but um she does actually that's her version of death like she is like I'm on the brink of death and she believes that um so yeah she wholeheartedly believes everything she's saying <laughs> how did you find make it better or worse <laughs> <laughs> probably both <laughs> yeah I mean, and that's that's where a lot of the comedy comes from in, in the delivery of your performance is that kind of steadfastness. No, I genuinely think I'm on the verge of death and this is very real to me. Um, how did you kind of approach finding the comedic sensibility of, of your performance in that way? Because I know this is also one of the first very comedic roles that you've played as well. Yeah, so I didn't really realise that she was the like comedy character. I didn't, I obviously knew you know, she was funny, but I didn't quite realize to what extent. And I think that kind of played a part in it as well, because I wasn't kind of trying to be comedic with it. It was like I say, finding the like how real it was to Mary. And that's what kind of made it funny from there, I think. And also like just being surrounded by the others who were also hilarious. And we had a great dynamic on set and stuff like that. So I mean, I get really overexcited and hyper <laughs> quite a lot of the time. And it was kind of that, like, we just had so much fun. We had time to rehearse. Carrie was just phenomenal in giving us that space to kind of try things out and stuff like that. So 
it was kind of just running with it and seeing what happened I think and I love it that in conversation that her narcissism is to such a degree that she doesn't even stop to pay attention. Is the other person listening? Are they engaged? Are they even speaking English? Um, and so how did you kind of find the the rhythm and the pacing of the dialogue and the delivery in that way where it is just kind of this very one-sided, fast-paced monologue? Yeah, it, it was quite hard because like you say, it's like she's not waiting for a response. She's not, or even if she, even if she is stopping for breath, she doesn't care what the response is. So it's like, she's not necessarily bouncing off what the other person says or anything like that, which is something that I'm, I really like to do when I'm acting is really like kind of, you know, put, put your energy into the other person and take what they give you. So that was quite hard getting to grips with that, but it was almost having like a constant internal dialogue the whole time, especially, um, there's the scene where Anne is talking to Mary in Italian. And I was so like, I was like, how am I not like processing that she's speaking another language? Like I was, just, I really couldn't get my head around it for a while. But then it was just kind of answering my own questions in my head and not kind of paying attention to what anyone else was saying. So it was almost like, yeah, just running my own scenes in my head over and over again, I think. <laughs> And how did that also change even just the way that you're you're looking at other people in scenes and watching them? Because again, it's it's not about the engagement in the conversation. It's more kind of, I've only, I only need to pay attention if it's about me. Yeah, literally. So I'd only kind of, um, I kind of made a decision that like, I would only look at people if I'm, like you say, it was about Mary or if it was kind of like, there was a few lines I had, um, where Anne would say something and then she'd be like, oh, Anne, like question what Anne was doing. At that point, I was like, okay, her, um, she's kind of interested in Anne at that point. But apart from that, it was kind of just, again, like just going off this own kind of scene that I had sort of written in my head. Like if we were outside, it was focusing on, oh, that, I don't like the look of that tree or this grass is itching me or something like that that's nothing to do with the other characters because she has to be so self-absorbed in her own world, which is something that I'm really not good at. Like I'm super kind of involved and all of that. So it was kind of, yeah, finding these other things that I had to put my focus on, I think. And and then you've got her dad in the film as well, who's a real narcissist as well, you know, has <laughs> yeah. paintings of himself everywhere, loves reflective <laughs> surfaces because he can see himself um, yeah. you know, played, played brilliantly by Richard E. Grant. And so for you, how much of, of what you were bringing into the character did you view as aspects which kind of stemmed from being raised by a dad that that's in that way? Obviously, you know, we don't really know if that was their mom's dynamic, but we definitely see it in the, the father in the film. Yeah, yeah, I think... Um... So I didn't actually get to see any, I wasn't really in any scenes with Richard at all. And we didn't get to do the rehearsals together because we did like the scenes um, that we were shooting in rehearsals. So I didn't get to actually see what he was kind of doing with the character apart from when we were on, we did a, a read through on Zoom, obviously COVID. <laughs> so I get, I got to see what he did with it there. But apart from that, I didn't really get to see where he was going with it. So it was all on the writing. And somehow we managed to, get this I think because the writing is so brilliant did manage to get this kind of flow where we both had a similar kind of energy and I think like it does come from that narcissism thing and she's in the writing it's kind of like he like you say the reflective surfaces and being very vain and all of that I think yeah it was just kind of playing with all those sort of aspects of it and then like you say we didn't know much about the mum but I think the mum their mum was probably not 
not on that level at all. And with the rehearsal process, what were what were some of the key components or elements of character or particular scenes that really came out of that process for you? Um, I think one of the main things was actually the physicality of, first of all, Mary, because she was very conscious and upright and um, all of that, but also having to stand in a specific way for the period. Um, we had quite a few dinner scenes, so we had to learn where to hold a glass or how to use the cutlery or, um, you know, the elbows not on the table. And then we were also wearing corsets. So we kind of had to learn slightly, there's like a different breathing pattern that you have to do and you have to put your weight, I can't really remember now. I think it's like you shift your weight onto your heel, the heels of your foot or something like that. Like it was all really complicated. So loads of that came from the rehearsals, definitely, because there were bits that kind of, you didn't, you don't really realize until you get into the rehearsal space and it's like, oh yeah, we we're actually doing something <laughs> in the 1800s as well. On top of being a total narcissist, I've got to like, stand with my back completely straight and all of that <laughs> and was the rehearsal process more about going through scenes and and kind of like playing around with different possibilities performance wise or more about the discussion around certain scenes or certain choices and characters it was a bit of both I think it depended on what scenes we were rehearsing because some of the bigger scenes where there was a group of us so the dinner scenes or um you didn't get to see much of it in the in the film but we had like two dance scenes I think um so in those it was very much about choreographing those scenes and making sure they flow on the day um because where with the dinner table scene where Anne can't sit down that took quite a while to kind of choreograph where she was going to sit who was going to sit there and make sure we got there on time so that she wasn't waiting and could take the seat um so all of those ones were quite um rehearsals of the phys physicality of the scene and then when we were doing the more still scenes with less people in them that's when we'd have the discussions about character and um and kind of go 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 a lot deeper into the scene I think and there's so many great ensemble scenes where so many of you get to be together in, in one space and so for you what was that trajectory and space that you wanted to play within Mary in those moments where she's maybe not you know in the center of a conversation but she's still on the periphery in terms of like how she's watching people or what she's paying attention to and where her head's at yeah I mean I think in group situations obviously everyone else in that situation is so aware of Mary at this point and they kind of just leave her to her own devices. So we did actually, again, this didn't get into the film, I don't think, but we did actually during a dinner scene where everyone was there and the focus wasn't on Mary at all. So we played with Mary actually falling asleep at the table because obviously she's like, no one's interested in me. I'm not interested in anyone else. So we did, have, we did kind of film a part of it where she just fell asleep and was just completely out of it. So I think um, even in those group situations, it is okay, anything interesting me? No, okay, <laughs> then I'm not part of it. It's that kind of thing. And again, just playing with that, I'm in my own world kind of thing. And, and is for you were elements like, okay, people are going on a walk and I don't want to go on a walk and I clearly hate doing this because last time, you know, I made people carry me back, but now I'm going to yeah. do it again. And now my husband's going to carry me back. Was that, for, you know, for you, did that kind of stem from like, I want to go in case they're talking about me or I want to make sure that they're not saying anything behind my back for her? Yeah, I think I I took it as just total FOMO. It's 
you're doing something I need to be a part of it and I don't care what it is <laughs> that's what I think it was um I think they could have turned around and said they were you know cleaning up horse muck or something but if everyone else was doing it and Mary wasn't she has to be there and you were talking a little bit before about the costumes. Um, you know, how much did that help you find your way into the character once you were on set and once you kind of like even just went into fittings for costumes, especially from like what you were saying about the physicality of how that makes you stand and hold yourself? Yeah, it helps so much. I mean, it's so hard to put on these costumes and be on these beautiful locations and sets and everything and not kind of feel like you're in that world. There were so many times we'd be sat in the green room and we just look at each other and laugh and be like like we're literally just dressing up like it's hilarious this is what we do for a living so it's kind of it's so also we just come out of covid so it was the first time we were around people again and so when we were doing those dinner scenes and stuff like that it was it kind of felt like we were actually out for dinner because I kind of forgot what it felt like to actually just go out for dinner like normally so yeah, it, it does really help just getting wrapped up in that world completely. And especially when you've got a corset on, because you can't help, but especially for Mary, you can't help but kind of sit there upright. And in that first scene when she's laying down, it is hard to have to move around. So that kind of made my job a lot easier because it was actually a lot of ag to have to sit up and move around in a corset. <laughs> She's also so incredibly blunt in the things that she says to people, the assertion she makes, you know, it's like, oh, why were you playing those sad plonky songs on the piano? Yeah. You know, it was miserable and I hated it. Do you think that she has any awareness of, of the way that she's addressing people or kind of ever views that there would be repercussions? Or do you think she's just been able to operate in that way for so long that it doesn't kind I of think, affect her? I think she's aware of, of, of herself. I think she's aware of how she is, but she, it has been enabled like she's got away with it she's never had to deal with any consequences she's married with children which was the expectation of her at that time so you know she carried on and I think she resented quite a lot that she was kind of had to be a woman in that time who was married with children and she didn't want to be so she was like you're making me do something I don't want to do so I'm just going to be whoever I want to be and say whatever I want to say <laughs> Right. She's got uh, very outward opinions about her place as a mother and her relationship yes. with her children. <laughs> what What were some of kind of like the aspects that you loved getting to explore in terms of who she is as a mother? And like, you know, did it did it very much come from what you were just saying about the resentment of what she had to be for society? Yeah, I think so. And I mean, the boys that played our kids, which was gorgeous as well. So it was really hard to be like, I don't care about these. Um, so it definitely did kind of for me come from a place of this is resentment because this isn't what she wanted and it's what she had to do. Um, so that's kind of where I, I found that from because otherwise it's just finding, you know, and Ben who played Charles was amazing as well. And we all got on so well. And I was like, I have to hate you all really, <laughs> which didn't come easy. It also seems like she probably has a lot of insecurities and even within her marriage, you know, knowing that he liked her sister first and, you know, she was kind of the second choice, yeah. so to speak. Um, yeah. What, Again, what for you were like the biggest thing things and... that, st sorry. No, <laughs> what no, for no, you no, were no, like the biggest just that thing. thing and she has to, like, that yeah. was it. It was like, oh, he doesn't want her. She ha he has to settle for Mary. Yeah. And for you, like, what were the biggest characteristics and traits that stemmed from, from insecurities or what were the biggest insecurities that you saw in her? Um, I think definitely 
the way she would address Anne quite a lot. Um, the scene where she says, uh, Wentworth isn't very gallant to you. Um, she like refers to Wentworth saying she looks old. And I think stuff like that, she kind of has to make Anne aware that someone doesn't think she's that great because Mary doesn't feel that great or someone isn't complimenting Mary, they're talking about Anne. So she needs to make sure everyone's aware that they're not saying good things about Anne. And, or when Louisa falls and it's Anne can say, and then Mary's like, why Anne? When she doesn't mean anything to Louisa, like, I'm the important one, I have to be important. So I think maybe being the youngest felt like she was gonna be pushed to the side. And so she kind of felt like she had to drive her way in and hasn't kind of, put any boundaries on that she's just bulldozing through <laughs> and were there challenges that came with a character that you know does have so many of these very heightened elements you know again I can talk and someone's talking in Italian and I'm not even going to notice is quite a heightened behavior and yet to still kind of find elements that would make her feel grounded and like a real person at the same time yeah I think it was it was hard not even hard to kind of when we were actually doing the scenes, I think by that point, I, it was kind of, it just flowed and everyone, you know, it, it all just worked and fit perfectly together. But when I initially auditioned, I was like, how, like, how do I do this? And I've never really done comedy before. And I've always, like I kind of touched on earlier, I kind of always like to bounce off the other person in the scene. And Mary doesn't do that. So it was really like, how do I even begin to approach this? But it was kind of just trusting the writing and going, okay, she is this person, she believes this. So let's go for it. It was kind of just going all in with it, I think. Yeah. And you've described how working on this film was such a great kind of learning experience, even just from getting to watch the rest of the cast and, and work, in, work alongside them in scenes. What were some of the things that you really found yourself observing in some of the other cast or things that you learned from watching them? I think um, just enjoying what you're doing so much as well, you know, getting to work with people that have been in the industry for so long and worked on so many different things and have had so many different experiences and still turning up and loving what they do is really amazing to see and really um really like reassuring in a way that like oh it does it like it is always exciting because every job I go on feels so different and feels so new and then so seeing these kind of amazing really long-term actors still in that place is really great to see and with the fact that you were just saying that every single project that you do feels very different and feels very new, what were the aspects that felt very new or kind of like different challenges on, on this particular project with this character? Um, definitely the comedy. <laughs> definitely the comedy. And also the um, the lines for me, because we had to kind of stick to the script as much as possible. Um because obviously a lot of the dialogue is period dialogue. Whereas I'm quite used to kind of ad-libbing around lines and stuff like that. So it was kind of having to learn stuff word for word was quite difficult for me as well. Um, and then also coming out of COVID and shooting during COVID was really tough um, because that whole aspect of really getting to hang out as a cast and crew, we didn't really get to do because there were so many restrictions in place. I mean, we were grateful because it meant we could work, but. Um, it did add a whole new kind of 
environment to what we were doing. So um, that was definitely a challenge, but that was also amazing and learning experience in its own own right. Yeah. Well, with, with the challenge of the comedy, it's something that you definitely landed in your performance. So congratulations on everything with the, with the film and with this character. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you.